This is awesome. Oh, fuck. Hey. Good to see you among the living, man. Check it out. It's the latest talent mix. Thanks, Pete. I have a really bad idea, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna open this up with here. Here's my Dracula voice. Welcome to the talent mix. Good to see you all among the living. No, good to see you among the dead. Oh shit! Fuck. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was gonna say good to see you all among the dead. <laughs> That's good. Perfect. Do it, great. Brian. That's great. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Talon Mix. It's a Smallville recap podcast with me, Brian, and with Zach. Uh, this is our Halloween spooktacular, Hall- uh, wherein we've, uh, we did not watch an episode of Smallville this week. Instead, we our new or our annual tradition of watching a horror movie starring uh, a, a cast member of Smallville, of which we are quickly running out. <laughs> well, also the terms horror and movie are both very relative, uh, relatively applied to, uh, and sorry, I guess I should say liberally applied to the um, movie we are watching uh, this week, or uh, we're talking about this week. We uh, we watched Lake Placid Two, starring John Schneider, Johnny K himself. And, um, I, I mean, we'll get into it, but, um, <laughs> it, oh, it's hard, it's hard to follow up the fog, right? Of like the two, the, what was that? 2007's The Fog, uh, starring Tom Welling, uh, the remake. Wait, of this the is Jeff- the same year? Is this the same year? Is this the, the same no. year as The Hold Fog? On, let me see. The Fog. No, The Fog was 2005. 2005 okay so this is a fog knockoff right yeah Um, this is following in the footsteps of the fog (laughs) it's like on in every level so the fog is one of the worst movies i've maybe ever seen in a truly like dead like this is an impossible this is a truly pulling teeth to watch kind of way um the just pulling out a example of like the worst movie ever made the room comes up frequently. The room has brought me so much joy over like screenings that like you clearly can't not call it art. (laughs) The fog might actually not be art. (laughs) Right. I think the reason the fog is worse than a movie like The Room or even Lake Placid 2 is that it is a movie. It is a Hollywood production and there is enough competence that right you aren't going to give it any slack and it's not bad in fun ways. It's bad in bad ways. Right. It's like the cast isn't like, what were you thinking bad? It's not, there's, there's, it's cheap. It's cheap, but like you could have used that amount of money to make a good movie. <laughs> like, if, if there was any desire to do that, it's, here's the thing about the fog. Hearing us talk about the fog wouldn't hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, don't get me started on the fucking fog <laughs> Lake Placid 2 is kind of the same thing but I, I would say it's slightly more watchable for a while 
Yeah, the first half is... Uh, it's a it's, long 88 minutes. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a slot. I mean, like, there's this movie has no business being 88 minutes long. And I wonder if it was that long on TV or if they just added stuff for the... Uh, DVD released or whatever. That That's true. We, we both watched it on Crackle, correct? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's available for free on Crackle with ads roughly every six minutes. The same ad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, you're right. I don't know if this was what aired on the sci-fi channel or if this is the unrated like DVD cut. Yeah, right. Yes. I imagine it is, but um. The thing we should go over, and I guess we can wait to do this, but I was just going to say we should clarify that this is a made-for-sci-fi channel movie. And for, for those of you uh, the younger members of our audience, the mid, what mid-aughts to, like what, like the 2015 sci-fi channel made-for-TV movie is basically the genre equivalent of uh, Hallmark christmas yeah that's exactly what it is yes right so the people in it know it's bad the people watching it know it's bad everyone knows it's bad it was never trying to be good right everyone's just getting in getting out getting paid right yes uh speaking of i do want to write a hallmark christmas movie uh involving i don't have all the pieces but i know it involves a hunky uh reindeer rescue <laughs> like owner <laughs> he owns he owns a reindeer rescue even though he's grumpy oh about God. christmas but he might actually be santa claus <laughs> hold on sorry that's perfect he, i started laughing though he's grumpy about christmas he's grumpy about christmas and he might be santa claus <laughs> oh see oh, and see, also that, i think it's I, played by christmas cena <laughs> Oh, I was gonna say. I think before that, you might be you might be able to make a, a big budget Hollywood movie out of that. You know, get no, Will I think Ferrell it's Hallmark. In there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's oh, my man. that's my dream. That's the only thing I want, and then I can die after I've written that. The Channing Tatum version of that is a is a is a hit. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> but we're not talking about Christmas, Zach. We're talking about Halloween. Um, yes. <laughs> we're gonna head over says that said christmas spooky holiday underrated yes, uh, um, yes it is uh some of the movie the music is a little haunting you know there's ghosts right i mean it makes sense of like uh christmas makes sense of um it was just part of a dark cold time of the year <laughs> like, right um yeah it's even part of the um uh uh what's the, it's the most wonderful time of the year uh the song and there is a line about telling ghost stories. Yeah. And I've always been like, what, who's telling ghost stories at fucking Christmas. But I guess it's, it happened. I think that was a popular like British thing. And maybe really? still is of like ghost stories and Christmas are interwined. I think a Christmas Carol is a ghost story. Right. That's the only one I can think of though. I don't know that. Um, I watched, um, uh, a, a uh, you, you remember tales from the crypt? Oh yeah, there is a unrelated to the television show, but still based on the same Tales from the Crypt uh, EC comics. Um, there is a British Tales from the Crypt movie, um, which is a just an anthology movie. It's not very good, but one of the stories is set at Christmas. Um, oh, oh no, that I've seen that. That's horrifying. <laughs> yes. Let, let me let me say, I, if we might be let, make sure we're talking about the same thing, where 
the lady kills her husband. Yep, you and got it. Then... <laughs> what, what is the setup? She kills her husband, and then there's a deranged um, escape, like mental patient who is dressed as Santa going around killing people who shows up outside her house and she can't call the cops because she, she just, just killed, killed her, her husband. husband. Right. <laughs> and so she has to try to fend off right. uh, the Santa Claus and spoiler alert. Um, I believe her son lets him in at the end. I guess that is exactly. <laughs> I remembered it as you were saying it. It's a, um, there's some fun. There's a, actually, I think I was going to be down on tales of the crypt. It's not the crypt keeper. It's just a guy in a robe rather than that phenomenal puppet from the HBO series. Um, but, uh, it's a, uh, there's a couple of fun stories in that movie. Not all bangers, but, uh, a couple of highlights. Uh, Zach, I asked this on, uh, my other show earlier today, but I think it's a good question. Do you have any like memorable Halloween costumes from like your childhood? Oh man. I was just looking at, at my mom's today. We were looking at, um, me as Batman when I was like seven. Oh hell yeah. We definitely had a Batman. <laughs> we had a bat uh I, I wanted Robin for some reason. I was all in on Robin. <laughs> That's amazing. I why? I, I was kind of just like that. Whatever the default was, I kind of wanted the other one. Oh, that's cool. Of like yeah. Batman was the default, so I wanted Robin. Um, or were you just being more realistic? Like I could never be Batman. <laughs> well, my brother was Batman, so it still like worked out. But like I remember, my brother Patrick always had Patrick's been on the show before. Patrick always had yeah. the Batman PJs. I had the Robin ones. I don't know what that was about, but well, aren't you older? I am older, right? Wow. But like I said, if wow. there was if there was the default one, I always wanted the not default. My one. my older brother never would have pulled that shit. He fucking. Any video game Mario Kart, he was always Mario. You could not be Mario. That's the that's the exact we thing. Like, I didn't want Mario. I wanted Luigi. <laughs> we played GoldenEye. He was James Bond, no matter what. <laughs> he would get mad and accuse you of cheating if you took his guy. Oh, I see. <laughs> that, that totally checks out. <laughs> yeah, I was Yoshi in uh, Mario Kart, I believe. Dinosaur, come on. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, let's see. Any other... Uh... Batman. Um, oh, a- well, co- costumes. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I was Ninja Turtles. Uh, I was Batman. I was. What Nina was the Ninja John. Turtle costume? It was. It was, was there a mask? Michael- it was probably Michelangelo. Um, you, you know what? was the layout I, of the costume. I'm trying to remember. I'm sure it was actually. It was probably more than one year. But one year, I did have a mask, a rubber mask. Um, God, that might have been Leonardo. I can't remember, but um, Ninja Turtle, Batman, Indiana Jones, I remember. Oh, good. Great um, kid costume. Yes. I have, I mean, I have a better memory of like high school costume. I did, uh, me and my buddy went as uh, Alan Grant and Ian Malcolm. I was oh, Ian that's Malcolm, fun. <laughs> yeah. And then we just quoted it like, all <laughs> day at school, like idiots. Um, how about you? Um, I, I I've told this story before. Uh, I do remember one year my mom like made a mummy costume, like stitched together. I don't I don't know exactly how she put it together, but like actually like made a mummy costume that was pretty legit, and uh, I did not appreciate it to the level that I probably should have. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. 
think I was too. I don't think I was like a, a specifically like a little shit about it. But I do know that I would have been just as happy or happier going to like uh, a party city and picking something out. Like, right. not fully appreciating the craft <laughs> and love that went into like making a costume. I remember Power Rangers. I know you were a little old for Power Rangers. Um, I uh, I remember it bothering me uh, that. It was a mask. It was like a plastic mask, but of course it didn't go all the way over the head. Uh, it was just the front part of the mask, and then yeah, right, was, the half. Right. That bothered me because that, of course, was not accurate. And then I hated that right. uh, the uh, essentially like pajama set that came with it. Uh, the Power Rangers wore gloves. This didn't have gloves, so you just your bare ass fucking hands are sticking. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, that said, the the Power Rangers costume got a lot of play in the. Uh, just the the following year that was on half the time um trying to think of other good ones um it's crazy i can't i'm sure i think it was probably i can't remember because i think i was batman probably like three times sure. i think i was the ninja turtle more than once so i was definitely something different for like many i i don't think i ever like double dipped or repeated costumes uh, but I am. Was, well, let me clarify. It was a different Batman costume. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> One year I got the super badass rubber Batman like replica that Val Kilmer had in the Batman Forever got movie. It. And of course, I assumed wearing it, I would look like the real Batman. Of course. Um, but I was tiny and it was a, <laughs> an adult. <laughs> did you even check did you even clock it as a kid like oh i don't look like val kilmer i think so yeah i still have that mask here i could literally pull it out right now but no one can see no one but, can see this um, no one can and, see and oh, oh wow oh wow that is that is pretty show accurate zach wow yeah. is val kilmer here i mean it, i just put on a bunch of eye makeup <laughs> that eye black that they wear That's, um was um was uh, Matt Reeves's The Batman the first one to acknowledge that he puts on the eye makeup? Like he takes off the yes, mask and he's wearing yeah, the yeah, eye makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually I, like that. I I do too. Why can't why can't he why can't the little freak put the eye makeup on? Right. <laughs> yeah. I love in Batman Returns when that's the most Mike, obvious one. Michael Keaton tears off the mask and he's not wearing any eye makeup. Well, there's one in the tearing off the mask. There is a clear shot where he has the mask on, but not the makeup. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you—you uh, <laughs> you have to know how that looked. You know how that looked. Why did you do that? <laughs> it was 1992. Men could not wear makeup. I guess not. Or or just shoot it from the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then get that rip off. And then come on, Tim. Come I mean, on, Tim. The Christian Bale one doesn't address it either. Yeah, he doesn't take it off on like in a single continuous shot. No, like, but but it is but it's he does put that costume on in a hurry a few times. Like Right. You know, like right. when the Joker in the Dark Knight takes over that party, he's dressed as Bruce Wayne and he comes out as Batman like thirty seconds later. So <laughs> right. he's just in the bathroom, like, come on. Right. I guess I guess that's maybe why they don't acknowledge it. Right, right. Of like, because then yeah. suddenly that means he's put it on. Affleck, yeah. did they ever do anything with that? I have erased those movies. Those movies have erased themselves from my brain. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I don't care. <laughs> <sighs> 
Um, I uh, I always love. Um, you ever see pictures of uh, costumes from like the '60s and '70s where it's like essentially like a smock where it says the name of the thing you are on it. <laughs> so it'd be. I I remember this picture of uh, uh, my dad and my uncles and my aunt as kids in Halloween costumes. My uncle's in a quote unquote King Kong costume, and it's a monkey mask. The mask is like King Kong, and then on the outfit is King Kong on the on the Empire State Building, and it says King Kong. <laughs> oh, that's see, yeah, that's no good. It's and I feel like that was a very popular version of like store bought costumes. That was extremely common. There is a uh, Simpsons bit <laughs> where uh, I don't I don't know when this is. I just saw the screenshots. I don't even think I've seen the episode. But Lisa says, or Milhouse is wearing a uh, radioactive man costume like that. Um, and uh, Lisa says, I don't think the real radioactive man wears a plastic smock with a picture of himself on it. To which Milhouse lifts up his uh, his mask. And it's like he would on Halloween. <laughs> Oh, what a great fucking show that great was. Great fucking show. <laughs> oh. Um but uh, yeah, that one always baffled me. Um I'm trying to think what what are some other fun Halloween things? Oh, well, I- before we before we do that, you we just mentioned Ben Affleck Batman and we have to take a quick detour. I'm sorry. I know oh, I know. Halloween I know. I, I think I know what you <laughs> Well, So DC is going through this upheaval right now. Mm-hmm. They just put James Gunn in charge. I uh, which guess. man, I not that you know. I like James Gunn. I I liked the Suicide Squad. I think more than you did, and I didn't love it. I just had fun with it. I man, I'm just. I'd rather see him do anything else. Well, also, why why are they? They're just doing the Zack Snyder mistake all over right. again. Why are you putting a director in charge of? That's like a different skill set. Right. Right. Definitely. I don't I don't I don't get that. But what I was gonna bring up is it now with you know the new Black Adam movie came out, I guess Henry Cavill's in it as Superman. Like, are we doubling down on the fucking Snyderverse now? <laughs> I thought I, we were all in agreement. It's right. time to move on. He did his he got his release of Justice League. Right. And I was like, good. Now we can turn the page. And we've got the new Batman movie coming out. It seems like we're doubling down on it. Brian. Well, I guess I guess the issue we find ourselves in is the Aquaman franchise is still successful. The Wonder Woman franchise is still successful. Like we don't want to like. I don't think eighty four was very good, but I didn't see it. Um, but people liked those movies. I I the first Wonder Woman I really liked. I liked Aquaman, and that se- so that sequel's coming. I assume another Wonder Woman thing is coming. Uh, so we can't ditch those. <laughs> uh, but we've got this other Batman thing. We've got a, a completely unrelated Joker thing. I think the Flash is supposed to be the crux point where we're like, it's a multiverse. <laughs> um, right. And the, they need that movie to come out soon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you see Ezra Miller's looking at fucking 26 years in jail? Oh, is he? Uh, they are. He's in trouble. 26 years. Yep. Yeah. That if I read that correctly. Yeah. Oh, well, I, 
it seemed well the strategy that was the strategy was like they were going to do a flash movie and it was going to be a multiverse and then so we can do whatever the fuck we want right but now the new people are taking over and i wonder is that still the plan because it seems like they're just going all in on snyderverse i don't um, i don't know i i kind of don't mind like um, I, I really enjoyed Matt Reeves' Batman, uh, as yes, he talks about. I'm kind of okay with that just being its own thing. Um, For sure. I, I don't need them to be intertwined. Right. Um, similarly, I, I did not like Joker, so I know they're going to keep going with that, so I'm glad it's kind of its own thing that isn't yes, <laughs> meddled absolutely. in with anything else. It's just absolutely do whatever you want, Todd. <laughs> Make a musical with Lady Gaga. Right. I'm telling you right now, I really feel like that's going to not flop, but that's not going to be successful like Joker was. I can't imagine. Um, That said, am I, I'm okay with like, um, I didn't hate, I hated all of the movies that uh, Henry Cavill has been Superman in, but I don't necessarily have a problem with Henry Cavill as Superman. This is as relevant as we can get. So like, I'm okay with like, uh, I'm Henry Cavill. I'm still Superman. Hey, what about what about what happened in those other movies? Huh? What? Can't hear you. Huh? No, 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 no. Right. That I would be fine with that. But then you have to take all the baggage with you because you have to take Lois Lane. Right. And you have to. I yeah. I look. He never got a fair shot to play Superman. Like the closest he came was in the Joss Whedon Justice League. They let him have fun for five minutes. <laughs> it was like it was like oh this could have been this could have been cool right. Um, and even then, it's fucking. He's got a weird fucking face in it because they, <laughs> they had to CGI his fucking mustache. What's wrong with his face? <laughs> like, I guess I'm okay if the plan is just keep all the same actors. I guess it, take it or leave it being in the same universe, but we're gonna make it good from right. here. On right. Right, 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 we're right. gonna make them enjoyable you know, you know um, x-men got away with like absolutely oh, not giving fuck about its continuity <laughs> i don't think you, they would be able to do that today though no it was like that was the beginning of the soup this what we're in now and it kind of went through a few iterations i don't know if you could get away with that that said um in uh <laughs> The they like X Men was such a fucking mess, and I, now I've really just come to respect how little they gave a fuck of X. So Logan and one of the X Men like prequel movies, not the something after the Brian Singer um, Days of Future Past one. Um, they introduced the same mutant, the same character. Uh, he's in uh. Logan, completely different actor, but it's that character. <laughs> Right, yeah. And then he's also in the prequel thing with a completely different, like, that would never fly now. It no, barely flied not, then. <laughs> no, not the not with Disney doing their thing. Right. Um, but that's kind of like comics, though, right? I mean, that's like... Yeah, definitely. It's like the same characters pop up sometimes, different artists, different interpretations. Right. I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm fine, fine with, with it. it. I, it's all fucking baby shit. Who cares? <laughs> literally baby uh, shit anyway i thought that was really scary that dc um is embracing the spider the snyderverse and i thought since it's a halloween episode we could talk about <laughs> scary things it's you know and superman coming up is obviously pretty rare. that's just that black adam movie is apparently terrible <laughs> 
It, I mean, I couldn't even get through the trailer. I don't know. It just looks like I, I haven't even watched it. I just like what from like top to bottom. What could I possibly give a shit about? <laughs> <laughs> like what, I, Brian? I'm just. It's probably unrealistic, but I'm hoping that we're nearing an end of the comic book dominated era. Can um, you <laughs> can you go back to 2007? And imagine just being like these fucking superhero bullshit. Oh, it, and that was a thing. That was definitely they were like, oh, they just were overloaded with superhero yeah. stuff. <laughs> Spider Man Three. It's like, oh man. Yeah. Oh man, we run this shit into the ground, huh? How many more of these? <laughs> oh man, and here we are. Here we fucking are. We didn't even know. We knew nothing. Well, the problem is the next year, fucking Dark Knight and Iron Man have come out. Just, we had no fucking and, idea. <laughs> and the Dark Knight, great fucking movie that we both love, um, but they went ahead and learned all the wrong lessons mm-hmm. from that fucking movie. <laughs> oh, by the way, these movies are no fun anymore. This is a no fun. I'm sorry, do you fucking like this child character who is on pajamas at target <laughs> the, but they didn't realize that dark, dark Knight's Knight, a fun movie uh, it's fucking fun as fuck that's why it's so successful it's, it's really fucking fun it's in the it, th- takes just, it, it takes its shit seriously right but it's fun as fuck but it also has a bit where batman's on his fucking little motorcycle thing and then it goes up a wall and it flips around and then he has a cool pose shot and everyone in the theater goes fuck yeah yeah and then the semi-truck flips over <laughs> Right. It also has a scene where the Joker slams someone's face through a number two pencil. <laughs> it's which, while being like, "Oh man, shocking Batman! That's in a Batman movie." Whoa. It was also fun. It was fun. It was a fun movie. Right. It, it was, was a big blockbuster. A where, like you didn't see any gore. It was really more implied. Right. Uh, it, <laughs> no one is like rushing over to see if that guy's okay <laughs> either. It's just like he's. It's done. <laughs> I still don't understand the physics of how that worked. Mm. But super fun movie. And then they went ahead and tried to make all these super serious, not fun uh, DC movies. And then Marvel. I don't say they didn't learn the wrong lessons from Iron Man because they obviously no, they went made a, a lot of money. Of, <laughs> huge run of success and a lot of fun movies. Right. Um, um, man, even even Dark Knight Rises didn't like stick to like, let's be super serious. That is no, not a super gritty, serious movie at all. No, I think it's a really fun movie. It's, I think I love the dark. I think a lot of people's complaints are just like, oh, you kind of hate fun. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it upsets the people who take The Dark Knight super seriously because they're like, this is comic book silly shit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. if you don't enjoy Tom Hardy as Bane... I'm not even talking ironically. If you don't actually just enjoy that, then I don't know what to say. A hundred percent. I don't know what to tell 100%. you. hundred percent. You're not, you're not watching the movie right. Seriously. <laughs> I think even just this big, broad, like, Gotham City on its own, all the cops are... <laughs> right. All they the cops the are crap beneath the stadium. Like, that is, that is like, Batman Adam West 1966 shit, and I love it. For sure. <laughs> I love his... Yeah, they're like... What a great decision. There's a mysterious gang somewhere in the sewers. So let's send every single cop in the city 
underground at the same time. Not a single a, a city notorious for its crime. <laughs> the overtime. So just... I'm no no one's just off that day. <laughs> You don't have a bunch of people like, like, does the police, I mean, fuck police unions, don't get me wrong, but like, no one was like, no, you can't, no. <laughs> Can you fit that time and a half? And like, they're going into the sewer in just their normal clothes. The sewers is disgusting, Brian. <laughs> also, it's got to be dangerous. Like, wouldn't you want some plumbers down there with you too? I just feel like, <laughs> like there's a lot was... of shit that they got to take care of that they did not think ahead, but that's okay. It's a dumb comic book movie. Or what about have every cop in the city guarding uh, entrance to the sewer, or like mm. a manhole cover? Mm. Uh, here's the thing. Jim Gordon, not very good at this. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> he was in the hospital at the time, so he might maybe he was on some kind of painkillers. They probably right. shouldn't have been listening to him. Um, Got to say, I want to I don't know if we've talked about this before. But we were talking about Robin earlier. Um, Batman, Halloween. It's the same thing. It, it all. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I want to see Robin. I want to see, I, you know, I think the Matt Reeves universe, for lack of a better word, I think it's comic booky enough that like, I want to see Robin. I want to see him take another crack I, at Robin. I've always wanted to. I wanted to see it in the Nolan verse too, and not the Robin that we got, but I like, right. wanted to see, you can make a good movie. Obviously you don't have him be like sidekick necessarily, but, have Bruce Wayne adopt an orphan. There's good shit there. Right. It's um, Patrick Willems has a great video essay on it and like uh, really breaks it down as Batman as a character. It's arguably like Bruce Wayne becomes a father is like one of the most is arguably the most important part of Batman (laughs) (laughs) and the movies just don't do it. it. Is it all because Batman and Robin is so reviled that movie. Um, I I do think it's per- I think for a little while it's been perceived as very silly and feeling silly. Um, yeah, and there's also the the homoerotic, thing right? That, right. Like, like. Which sorry everybody, Batman's route, gay. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to go that route though. Right, you can just have right. it be like a father son thing instead right. of a. <laughs> um, he I, has a college boy. He's just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, skin tight. but um i yeah I, I i think the matt reeves uh stuff i would like to see it i think that would be interesting um i think they should too i mean yeah, i think there's a I, way I, to um make it i think you can make it work and well, just that the, the robin origin is a really good story they did it really well on animated series yes they did like a a truncated version in Batman Forever that was fine, but I feel like they could really do that justice in uh, a movie. Agreed. And so, all right, so let's call Matt Reeves. Hold Great. on, let me get my phone. <laughs> Matt, Robin. Matt. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want the Joker again. I want Robin. No, especially not after seeing that deleted scene. I know. I know. So we're good. We're good. We're good. Um. <sighs> Let's see. Um, I didn't really watch anything this week. We kind of got to get moving. Well, I did watch something this week. <laughs> I, I'll give you a couple quick things I watched. Oh, I, watched I have a quick one, too. Sorry. But yeah, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, you want me to do? I watched a, a little romantic comedy called uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm, right. We talked about this. <laughs> the original from right. the 70s. Um, yeah, this is why I could never be a film critic, because 
what 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 star rating can you possibly give a movie like that? Like it's five out of five stars as far as technique and filmmaking. Like if you want to be horrified, that movie will fucking horrify right, you. Right. It certainly does what it intended to do. Right. Right. But I didn't enjoy watching sure. it. I wasn't like happy. I mean, there was a lot of parts where I was impressed and then where I was like, oh, that's fucking scary. Mm. That is horrifying. But uh, pretty miserable experience. Right. It's <laughs> Right. I, uh, I haven't revisited it in a while. I may this weekend, but I'll, I'll talk more uh, about that at the end of the show. Uh, for stream of week. And then the second thing I watched, I actually technically haven't finished it. I have about five minutes left. It's taken me four sittings to get through it. Is a movie called Dominion, prequel to The Exorcist. Ooh, haven't seen it, but I believe I remember it playing. Is it 2006? So do you know the story about the prequel to The Exorcist? This, there is, I know there is a story and you're going to say it. I'm going to remember it. Yeah. So (laughs) a filmmaker named John Frankenheimer, who's an action director from the 70s, 80s, 90s, I think 60s too, uh, was going to make this movie prequel to The Exorcist about Father Marin encountering the demon in Egypt. Right. Um, I think Egypt. Anyway. Iraq. He died shortly before production. So they got, they're like, we need someone to make this movie. So they went to Paul Schrader because he's Catholic. <laughs> he's a filmmaker. So he directs a movie. Um, he films the entire movie, finishes filming it, edits it, and the studio is like, this is not fucking scary at all. Oh boy. At all. And I just watched it, Brian. Mm. It doesn't even make an attempt to be scary. Ooh. Oof. Like really. Um, and so they're like, we can't do this. So they with basically the same cast. I, I want it might be the same sets. I haven't seen the other one. I'm gonna watch it next. Right. There's they, a they different... get Rennie Harlan to come in and reshoot the entire fucking movie. Holy shit. It's like more than solo, it's the entire movie. So uh that version comes out, Exorcist the beginning, the Rennie Harlan version, and I haven't seen it, but it gets really bad reviews, doesn't do very well. But Paul Schrader in his contract has that they have to release his cut in a theater, I think. Wow. So uh, it's like a year or two later, they release his cut in like a theater or two in LA, and then it comes out on DVD. Um so this one I'm almost done with. It's not terrible, but it's not scary. Mm. Uh, and now I'm going to watch the Rennie Harlan one. And I'm just, what a weird, what a weird experiment. It would be like if we got to see the solo, uh, the Lord Miller solo cut. Which man, it had to happen. Like that's, this story had to be happening on the Exorcist prequel that no one asked for. Man, I want to see this. On. Give right, us solo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I had to get two of a movie I didn't want. <laughs> well like you'd think if you were gonna re if you were like we gotta shoot this movie again and we gotta make it scary maybe hire a horror director you'd think like rennie harlan i think maybe he directed one of the nightmare on elm street movies oh boy but he's mostly an action director let's see what did he do he did die hard 2 cliffhanger Deep Blue Sea, uh, Cutthroat Island. 
Okay, so he did A Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Oh, boy. Oh, the best one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's like, I mean, I, I think there is a thing where when you're in a position like that, you're like, who can film a movie? Oh, you're right. Right. Just. Who knows how to direct a movie that we can get right now? On budget and on time. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, is that uh, is that what you watched? That's it. Yeah. Um, I. This is a not a movie. Um, Netflix has released their reboot of The Mole, uh, which was an ABC, I believe, uh, reality show, kind of adventure reality, kind of similar to like Survivor in that sort of genre. You got a group of people. Uh, they're all trying to uh, win challenges, which adds money to this pot. Have there be one remaining at the end who then wins the pot. The problem is that one of the contestants is actually a producer plant who is working against the rest of the group, trying to prevent Ooh. them from winning money. Um, and it's a fun, like, hey, did that person screw up? <laughs> like, this, Does this the audience know who the mole is? We, you do yeah. not. Okay. Uh, so you're kind of guessing for everybody like, Hey, did that person screw up that physical challenge because they were bad at it or were they intentionally trying and everyone's kind of second guessing everybody and they put them in increasingly more difficult positions, like choose who does this important part of the thing. Um, very effective lunchtime TV of like, um, turn your brain off. I don't want to think too hard. Fun. Right. Fun locations, a fun cast of contestants, a very enjoyable show. Um, quite liked it. It's on Netflix. What I want to complain about is this is not unique to the mole. This is a larger trend in uh, streaming television, especially streaming reality television. Um, using Survivor as an example, the the OG, the the granddaddy of. Uh, reality competition shows has a very clean we do some island drama trying to figure out who's going to get eliminated we do a couple of physical challenges someone gets eliminated boom you just had a nice 40 minutes you ate your lunch <laughs> you can go yeah, do something yeah. else nice satisfying hour of television see you next week or you know hey if you're having a, if you're watching it later here watch the next one but you watch the next one because it's good tv what uh, something like the uh, the mole does is they get like, oh, someone's going to get eliminated. Boom, credits. So now it's <laughs> it's there's no episode structure. The episode structure is much looser because what Netflix wants you to do is immediately just get you to watch the next one. Or you get watch two, three in a row. So then it turns into like, all right, well, let me just see who gets eliminated. And then the boom, they've already kicked you and they kind of got you into the next one. And I know what's happening and that shit still works on me. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't want it to, but, um, yeah. and it's annoying because sometimes what happens is just a nice, I feel like such an old fucking asshole. But what happens is just a nice hour of TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not with the Netflix model. No, it's because it, it's all designed to get just keep you in front of your TV passively fucking consuming. And like yep. if the show is good, I'll keep watching it. <laughs> you don't have to like try and right. trick me. You don't have to trick me. Yeah. Just make it good. I mean, although, you know, like a show like Lost, every episode ended on a cliffhanger. Well, I, that's 
at least it's like structured for that. And like Lost, but also had, they did tell a complete story in the episode. Lost is very episodic television. Just there were larger mysteries that right. Yeah, yeah. They, it yeah. wasn't. There's compelling stuff, and then there's you're just being you're trying to trick trick me essentially. Right. Um, Usually it was like. The the cliffhanger was like basically what the next episode was going to be right about right. Yeah. It just it and like I said, this is not unique to the mole. Love is blind does this. They're all doing it right now, and I think it's dark and I don't like it. I think it's okay to turn off your TV sometimes. <laughs> yes. Oh, speaking of frustration uh, with this uh, crackle when yeah. I got to the last 60 seconds of Lake Placid and it, the thing like starting next popped up before the that happened movie to me ended. too. Yep. Yeah. That's you're exactly right. Well, I think crackles probably betting that most people who have, who are watching Lake Placid do are have tuned out at that point. <laughs> but that happens um, on a lot of, if not like that literally, um, but like it'll start loading up the next thing while I'm watching the credits. I watch the fucking credits. <laughs> well, especially like, Halloween season, I'm watching all these John Carpenter movies or spooky movies. Usually, like those movies, leave you with a, a feeling and a mood as the music comes in. Right. And you're like, I want to sit with this for a minute that's, in the credits. That's the thing. The credits are like second to like decompress from the thing you just watched. I don't want right, to just yeah. be mindlessly launched into another thing. I'm not passively consuming shit. <laughs> no, or a trailer for some true crime thing or some <laughs> shit. I'm. <laughs> It's a stop. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's the true horror, guys. It's just algorithmically turning us into fucking zombies. I don't like it. I think it's really Me bad. Either. It is. Yeah. Um, this is breaking news, folks. You heard it here. Hot take. Algorithms. Bad. Also, bad. Also, I don't know if you agree with this. I watch the fucking intros to TV shows. Oh, yeah. Skip mm-hmm. intro? Get that mm-hmm. button out of here. I want to watch the fucking intro to the TV show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every time. Yep, 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 Fuck yep, yep, you. Absolutely. That's part of it. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Also, in general, mm-hmm. bring back intros. But like, hey, that's, hey, sit down. You're going to watch your TV show. All right. My TV show's on. That's the song. <laughs> I mean, how many great opening theme songs would we be starved of if we didn't have credits in our lives? Seriously. What? <laughs> No, you watch the fucking. I I, I was a uh, 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 at uh, my in laws and uh, we threw on the previous night's SNL, and my father in law starts fast forwarding through the musical act and was like, "No, you watch the fucking. You watch. You sit down. You put SNL on. You watch the whole fucking thing." The, the musical act's an important part of. You watch the, the fucking. SNL you don't experience. skip the fucking musical act. You watch the fucking also, musical. Also, if act. you don't watch it now, you're never gonna be able to see that musical act again. Truly, yeah. <laughs> something fucking weird happened it's gone yeah you watch it that's also like you're not watching snl because it's great fucking tv <laughs> you no. watch it yeah i agree <sighs> agreed <sighs> kids these days kids good these... thing we're not doing this one with an audience they would be like these old fucking guys <sighs> oh should we get into this fucking movie dude um Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'm okay that we Even went kind of long. Let's talk more about Halloween stuff. What? <laughs> oh boy. Okay. I I'm on uh, the Wikipedia here for Lake Placid too. That's primarily what's going to be helping us out here. Because oh man, this movie went in one fucking eyeball and out the fucking other. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Real quick. Okay. Great. Yeah. Let's take a break. 
And we are back. We've been putting it off long enough. Time to talk about Lake Placid 2, starring, of course, Johnny K himself, John Schneider, who is the man who did this to us. He did this to us. <laughs> um, you know what's interesting, Brian, is uh, last week we were talking about Freddy versus Jason, and you said that movie was directed by the year 2003. <laughs> this movie came out in 2007, but also was directed by the year 2003. Yes, I, so, I no. shocked, gobsmacked that this was from 2007. Like, no uh, fucking way. No, uh, yeah. So Johnny Johnny K was off the show by then. Wow. Wow, 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 he, wow. He had been off by a year. That's probably why he did this fucking movie. Right. He's like, I need Fuck. money. Um, so I'm right here on the Wikipedia page. I'm going to be reading directly from this. But Lake Placid 2 is a 2007 made-for-television comedy horror film. Ooh, that is generous. Honestly, on both <laughs> counts. Wait, should we should we prep the audience by talking about Lake Placid? Uh, I guess we should. That is a great idea. It is a, a, the next sentence here. Is, it's a sequel to 1999's Lake Placid. Um, which is a movie starring Bill Pullman, written by David E. Kelly, directed by Steve Fonda. What's that? Bridget Bridget Fonda's in it. Right, Betty White. Um, Um, uh, Gleason. Um, Brendan? Brendan Gleason is in it. I don't... And uh, Oliver Platt. Right. Um, I saw the movie. My dad, I remember renting it. I was in like eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade, uh, whatever 1999 was. Um, and uh, I remember liking it, but never thinking about it again because I'm a, I'm a middle schooler. I'm like, you know, and it's right. got an alligator. I don't know. My dad liked right. it. And end of end of story. No, I saw it in the theater with my dad and he also really liked it. And I liked it. The thing is, it's a dumb monster movie. It knows it's a dumb monster movie, but it's written by David E. Kelly. Who was, uh, you know, he did the practice and right. Ali McBeal at the time. He was a very hot TV writer. So the dialogue is very witty and like quick back and forth. And the actors are all really good. So a lot of those jokes really land and it's fun. Um, and that is the tone that they really applied to this sequel. Got um, it. Sarcasm. <laughs> Um, I, I will say Lake Placid itself, the original film, um, has mixed reviews. Roger Ebert really didn't like it, uh, but has has some people who did. Andrew Collins of Empire gave it four out of five stars. It's got a forty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so almost fifty. It was, it was, yeah, it wasn't a hit either commercially or critically, but I do believe it, it's gained a somewhat of a cult following. It was like probably a DVD hit. Yeah, you know. I watching Lake Placid too. I was something like, I bet the first one's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, the first one is is fun. It's like a B minus. It's like a, okay. a fun movie. Um, it is weird that like it's a 1999 movie. We go to the straight television sequel starring John Schneider in 2007. Well, I don't think anyone ever thought there was going to be a sequel, and it was just Sci-Fi Channel started pumping out movies of the week or whatever, and then. They're like, hey, can we have the rights to Lake Placid? And Why? someone was like, sure. <laughs> Why? Why not just make it fucking bad alligator? Bad gator. Bad I wonder if I bet Lake Placid 2 drew in a few more eyeballs than you're probably I mean, you're probably right. Um, than uh, country alligator or whatever the fuck. Especially if before. especially if the first movie sold well on DVD, that was probably also a thought of like. Right. Yeah. Um 
So, uh, let's see. The second installment in the Lake Placid series telling the story of a ma- of man-eating crocodiles who terrorized the local community. The film premiered on April 28, 2007 on the Sci-Fi Channel, which is not, uh, it is not yet uh, Sci-Fi, S-Y-F-Y, which I right. always thought was the worst fucking name change in. <laughs> but they have to include the fantasy, Brian. Oh, is that the purpose of that? <laughs> yes. Um, um, so we were probably hanging out when this, <laughs> this movie premiered. Like, chances are you and I were hanging out. Like, yeah. that was we just finished spring break. Wow, fuck it. it was, I can't believe we didn't watch it <laughs> because my birthday was the week before and I was back home for spring break. And then honestly, you and I could have written this at that point in time. That is something we could have done. We missed an opportunity. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to dive into this plot summary. The plot summary here is pretty like uh, uh, short, so we're going to be going over a lot of broad points, but I assume we can fill in the gaps with uh, Oh, yeah, I mean, I have um, like four pages of notes. Right, so. okay. So uh, we're going to be using this mostly as a guidepost to comment on. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Researchers Frank Mills and Tillman are exploring the lake on a rubber tube raft uh and uh right right here we Im- i immediately notice something strange it's my it's my third note i think on the page here what are notes 1 and 2 oh um first notice the opening credits you get the sony logo and then the fox logo and i was like yeah this was a team up yeah. this was a co-production <laughs> um and then I noted that they have the uh, the Jaws shot under the water. Yes. They really, um, and then I noted that I am watching this on a small screen the way it was meant to be seen. Because I was watching it on my laptop <laughs> yeah. when I have a giant TV, but I just watched it on my I laptop. I also just watched it on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I could have... <laughs> I went it wasn't and, meant to be watched that way, Brian. It wasn't meant to be watched on a big screen. You know, it's like uh, my wife usually works out in the uh, uh, living room and like watches TV. Uh, I some I am either here in the office where I'm recording now, or I, I will just stay in the bedroom. Uh, but I was like, um, I was gonna go set up in the bedroom <laughs> and like watch it on our bedroom TV, and then I was like, ah, fine, I'll just watch it here. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Don't solely your TV with that. <laughs> Seriously. Honestly, I think I was too lazy to download the Crackle app on my TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, would you like to would you like to say what your third note is here in regards to this opening? My third note is uh, this ADR question mark question mark exclamation point exclamation point question mark question mark. <laughs> it sounds immediately out the gate. It does not sound like two men on a raft. It sounds like two two men hours apart in a recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it kind of sounds like the two men in the recording studio aren't the same as the I two men. I also thought that. <laughs> um, so I'm having this thought of like, this is weird. We should note. I thought, oh man, something must have happened this day, this shot. They might be changing something. The whole movie's ADR'd. There is not right. a line of like on set dialogue in the, this movie is full Italian. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the actors that aren't like 
people we know are like Bulgarian people. <laughs> You're right. This was shot in uh in Bulgaria, Romania in 2006. God. Did they do the Oh, speaking of Halloween, Romania. Right. There we <laughs> go. <laughs> It's um so um if you watch Italian movies, especially like Italian horror, um a lot of the or most Italian movies uh, up until probably the late eighties are dubbed or, or ADR'd, uh even in their original Italian. Uh and that is because Italy did in like their I forget the city that is kind of their like central hub of filmmaking, but doesn't have sound stages. Um, kind of when movies started uh, moving into talkies, Italy didn't get on board. They uh, just 80 yard them. Um, so that's why all Italian movies, yep. even if you're watching them in their original Italian, are, are why really all any... those spaghetti spaghetti westerns are like that. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so they just don't record sound on set. Um, and this has a very similar vibe to that. And also, like, everything's a little off. Even, like, the Foley stuff is a little off. <laughs> it is Is that weird. Crackle, or is that... Is that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not... I won't discount it, but, like, there's a couple of times where, like, he falls into the water and the splash is later. <laughs> yeah, or you don't see him fall in the water. You see him fall, and then you see him in the water. Like, they couldn't get a guy... <laughs> Falling in the water. Oof. Like, we oof. can't do that. too much. Yeah. <laughs> Priority numero uno on this movie was make the fucking day. Yeah. That sun is going down, and I plan to be home whether we got it or not. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, can we do another take? The camera's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that guy went home. <laughs> I don't think anyone in this production said, can we do another take? At no no, no. point. No, 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 no. If anything, they said, do we need this line? Yeah. (laughs) Um, What is the, um, in in the boat, there's a, uh, there's one dude who's, uh, there's a nerdy guy and then what appears to be a more jockish schlob. Mm -hmm. A Romanian Uh, uh, schlob of a man. (laughs) I wrote down the line. The nerdy guy says to uh, the the jockish slob, "You're more interested in baseball and mullets than you are with the environment." Boy, howdy! Uh, I believe the slob then says he's only yeah he's only interested in the babes. He only got into this for the babes. Uh, uh, no, he says, uh, <laughs> "Wait, uh, wants to meet sexy eco chicks who right. don't shave their legs." Is what he said. Before falling into the water uh, and killed by a crocodile. (laughs) Yes. um, Gets his arm bitten off. Right. Which is kind of their go-to throughout this whole movie. This happens a couple times. Does this happen to like a... Anyway. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, please save me. In Arosta County, Maine, that looks weirdly like a swamp in Bulgaria. <laughs> Here's the thing: like, I think, Bul- I think, like, you maybe could have played Florida with this location. It does not <laughs> look like Maine. Bu- 
Bulgaria for when Vancouver is too expensive. I that's here Lake Placid shot in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> this got downgraded to Bulgaria. Yeah, if you I wonder if Bulgaria has ever doubled as Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> but like even like Vancouver like yeah, you, you that could pass off Maine for sure. I'm sure X-Files like Let's set this oh. one in Maine. That'll be easy. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah, anywhere in the United States. Is... Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, you got the... It, Vancouver subs for Maine much better than it does Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like in the X-Files, when they started filming in L.A. in season six, suddenly Mulder and Scully had a lot more desert cases. Hmm, crazy. They were they were called to the desert way more. <laughs> um, okay, so in Aroostook County, Maine, Frank reports this to the sheriff, James Riley, uh, showing him Tillman's severed body parts. Uh, we missed some stuff here. Uh, we are introduced also to... Uh, uh, James Riley, of course, is, is our boy, John Schneider, um, yep. who's doing something with his hair. Yes, yeah. It's a real mm-hmm. beach bum kind of look. <laughs> Doesn't look yeah, bad. It's, I got fired off a of Smallville. Not fired. I got killed off a of Smallville. I'm going to grow it out. I don't give a fuck anymore. Right. Um, we have um, a little bit of a, uh, of an interaction with his uh, teenaged 35-year-old son. Yeah. <laughs> and I, no shade on this guy. I mean, I guess it is shade, but I'm not trying to hurt his feelings or anything. But he makes Tom Welling look like Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> yes, yes. The ADRing does not help. Um, so once again, he is. Like, a- I, he, he might not feel bad because he might not even be an actor. He might Seriously? have just been a, a guy that they were like, "Hey, do you want to come to Bulgaria?" Right. Um, John Schneider, I will say, is not good in this. He's certainly phoning it in, but his phoning it in is a little better than some of the other phoning it in. Oh, yeah. No, I I think other people, probably the amateur people are trying really hard and he's phoning it in and he's still <laughs> on a whole other level because he's just got natural charisma. So he's just yeah, like, that's exactly what it is. It's just sort of a yeah. natural like I do like it when he's on my screen. <laughs> Like, he is giving off the vibe the whole movie. Like, I don't care if this line works or not. <laughs> That's the vibe he's giving off. Yes. Um, so, uh, then we get, like, an autopsy scene is uh, where we meet a lady. You can see kind of, like, the, the speed at which we are skipping things here. The, uh, why any... Who wrote a fucking plot summary for Lake Placid 2? On Wikipedia. <laughs> um, but we meet we meet a lady, a, a lady from uh, a wildlife officer. She comes into this uh, autopsy room where there's just a dead guy. And oh, isn't it just it's just his arm, right? Right, 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 right. You got it because he's missing. God. Yes, they haven't found the body yet. Right. Wait, we forgot one line where uh, just, again, it feels like 2003, but it's really 2007. Oh, right. Uh, oh, I know exactly. <laughs> the guy is like, uh, there's a reporter who's like asking about the missing person. He's like, is it a serial killer or werewolf? Al-Qaeda Jihad? 
that's where I I fully heard that line and it went, well, you know, it was fucking 2003 and we were insane. <laughs> nope. And then nope. you texted me. This is 2007. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Bush is almost out of office. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> Al-Qaeda Dihad? Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, we learned John Schneider and uh, wildlife officer Emma Warner kind of used to be a thing. Uh, sure. Even though she's way too young for him. <laughs> well, he does. There's a scene, the scene with him and him and his son. Just to backtrack real quick. Uh, there's a pretty girl playing with her dog and Johnny K tells his son, like, you should go talk to her. And the son's like, why don't you go talk to her? And Johnny K's like, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> and then he drives up in his truck and he starts talking to her. Um, oh. He's, oh. He, it is revealed later that he is just telling her to go talk to his son. But... Uh... <laughs> James Frank and wildlife officer Emma Warner venture out onto the lake where they find more of Tillman's remains. Meanwhile, three friends, Mike, Edie, and Sharon, are killed by a crocodile while swimming in the lake. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I don't even know what this note was. <laughs> this is before I knew it was 2007. Literally, all the note says is, no, 2003, no! <laughs> Honestly, that should go on the DVD. <laughs> Um, so James, Emma, and Frank stop by the house of Sadie Bickerman, uh, Sadie, an elderly hermit who has allegedly been feeding the crocodiles to interrogate her about her missing sister, Dolores. Uh, Dolores is Betty White's character in Lake Placid. Literally, Betty White played this character in Lake Placid that was secretly feeding the uh, alligators or crocodiles or whatever the hell they are. And then in this one, they're like, well, we can't get Betty White. So maybe she had a sister who does the exact same thing. It's also, you could have just, re- you could have just said it was still Betty White. Like, I right, believe, exactly. Yeah. I believe um, Lake Placid ends. I, I, I haven't seen it since we rented it from Blockbuster when it came out. So probably in 99 or 2000. Uh, but I remember it ending with Betty White feeding baby alligators. Yes, that's right. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, um, and then she died and her sister moved in and did the exact same thing. Right. It's it's basically that joke. Did you ever see the movie Beer Fest? Yes, it's exactly that. Which this lady's yeah, with, in. Oh shit. This lady in is Beer the Fest, grandma. one of the characters dies and like at the midway point of the movie, but then his twin brother shows up and he's like, Don't worry, he told me literally everything about what's going on. And then I believe is even like to make me feel more comfortable. Would you call me Launchpad? His brother's name. <laughs> yes. Honestly, it's so dumb. That might be one of my favorite movie jokes of all time. I watched that movie in Vancouver at that theater we always went to. Wow. And I, the, yeah, that was like before school started. It was like the week I got there, and I was just like had nothing else to do. Didn't know right. anybody, so I saw literally every movie that was playing. <laughs> okay, um, so I realized what I wrote. No, two thousand three. No about. So 
Johnny K. I'm just going to call him Johnny K. Yeah, of course. His lady friend <laughs> and the two other people are on that boat looking for the body. And uh, they find something and she's like, I'm just going to dive in and oh, see right. what it is. Oh, right. So she strips down to her undies, uh, which is like lingerie, basically. Oh, yeah, black and, lacy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and jumps in. And I, I just, it's so shameless. I mean, this is another thing that the Sci-Fi Channel movies were known for, right? Right, right, right. It, they were a, there was a demographic they were going for. It's it's so funny of like, it's not a, it's not even like that blatant of like a salacious shot that like it's worth doing. You could have just not done it, is the thing. No, it's more just like a suggestion of, it's more like a, 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 a nice thought. Yeah, right. Like pretend we did the lingerie shot and let's just it's fine. <laughs> but uh Johnny K keeps uh the, the scientist guy keeps like looking and Johnny K's like turn around <laughs> turn around <laughs> This fucking movie Oh this fucking movie <laughs> Um Okay, so they're interrogating uh not Betty White uh, she refuses to answer nor let them into the house. A poacher named Jack Struthers and his assistant Ahmad land their plane on the lake, hoping to kill the crocodiles after getting a tip from a local. We skipped over the introduction of the most important character in the movie. Uh, oh, right. What's his fucking name? Thad. Thad? Thad. We skipped over. <laughs> Hashtag Thad. We love <gasps> Thad. Hashtag Halloween Thad. Hashtag Thad time. Hashtag Brian, Zach, and Thad. Hashtag Thad for Lake Placid 6. Hashtag Lake Placid 7, Revenge of Thad. Yeah, hashtag Thad is still alive. Yes. Um, Fuck, so I Thad. love Thad. Let's talk about Thad. So uh, Johnny K's son is interested in this local girl. And of course, he runs into her and in the forests with her dog and he's talking to her and suddenly her boyfriend appears. I, he appears literally out of thin air Yes, because there you could see in all directions out of the Bulgarian just, woods. <laughs> just cut back like to her mystic creature of lore. Thad, the Thad. The Thad, the thad is, of Lake Placid. <laughs> I, it's like they couldn't decide if they wanted this character to be a hick or a dude, bro. Right. So they made him both. <laughs> He pops up in a wife beater. Dude is not in shape. <laughs> no, he's, um, it's, he's, you can tell he's kind of supposed. He has his shirt off later. And like you can tell he's kind of like supposed to be, but he's yeah. not. <laughs> I'm going to say, I mean, I mean, he looks better than I do. Let's be clear. I'm not like <laughs> throwing shade on this guy. By any, I would never do that to Thad. But it's like not quite what you imagine that is supposed to look like. <laughs> a I mean, little bit of a opening... gut. Like... He shows up and he's offering a fist bump to the the Johnny K's son. That's like his opening. And I was like, yes, here we go. Let's go. Bad <laughs> um, time. And then, and then Johnny K's son mentions that he's the sheriff's son. And uh, we get our first of, I think, at least three homophobic jokes. 2007. Where... where th- <laughs> Thad says, doesn't that gay ass have anything better to do than bust up all our parties? Now, 
we're not supposed to be rooting for Thad. I know that. Mm-hmm. But it still doesn't feel good. No. Yeah. No, Thad's better than that. I g- <laughs> I don't think I, I think Thad would learn from that if he had the chance. But he w- and he will. I'm sure he has because Thad's still alive. Hitter of the film Thad. I was I wrote down. Could they say whatever they wanted on on this because they knew no one was watching? <laughs> We might be the only people in the world. Well, clearly, it's us and whoever wrote this Wikipedia summary. <laughs> I'll say, John Schneider has not seen the film like Lasset 2. No, absolutely not. Not, not one sometimes, frame of it. Not sometimes one I don't know. You know, I, I like to like question whether... The, not in a million years has John Schneider seen this movie. If he saw any of it, he turned it off. Definitely. He's like, oh, no, I don't want... Mm-mm. I want to remember that week in Bulgaria. <laughs> Um, so, uh, then we meet, uh, Jack Struthers and Ahmad, um, Jack Struthers, uh, I recognized and I couldn't figure out where the fuck I recognized him from. I know what he's from. I know what he's from. Uh, he's of course Chandler Bing's boss. boss. Yep. He's (laughs) the one who slaps him on the ass. Yes. On like three episodes of Friends. So he shows up here. And he has a, an Irish accent. And I was like, oh, the actor must have been Irish. And I looked it up. No, no. He was born in New York City. That was a choice. Oh. <laughs> that made Who's, me sad. <laughs> was he like, was he like, I'm doing this movie. No one's going to watch. Let's see if I can do an Irish accent. Like, just I'm trying something. Or was that in the script? Or was it like Irish? No this way. This guy's Irish. No way. <laughs> no fucking way. Oh. Or maybe they were like, he's a he's like a South African hunter type. And he's like, I can't do that accent. I can do Irish, though. That's more plausible than... <laughs> Oh, I'm sad now. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, howdy. He's he's probably like the third or fourth best actor in the show. I'd agree. Um, He's great as Chandler's boss. He's great as Chandler's boss. American accent. Um, okay, this next paragraph, I believe, is going to handle what uh, they skipped previously. The sheriff's son, Scott Riley, wanders into the woods and appears to be stalked by an incoming crocodile. It turns out to be Daisy, the pet dog of Carrie. Scott then meets Carrie and her boyfriend, Thad. Hashtag Thad time. Uh, <laughs> Daisy barks at something moving in the lake, but Carrie sees nothing. Sadie talks with a photographer at a boat dock before going back to her cabin, and the photographer is killed purposely, is what the Wikipedia says, by a crocodile while taking pictures. Oh, like she meant to kill him, I think is what they're saying. Got it. Okay. Got it, well, got she it, does got come it. back out and go, where'd he go? Hmm, maybe he wasn't hungry. Right. Right. Okay, got it. I understand. I, I'm just an idiot. That was pretty clear. By the- <laughs> no, 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 no. That was poorly <laughs> worded by the wiki. Do not stand up for the wiki. <laughs> 
we barely have a show without these brave wiki writers, Zach. <laughs> well, we barely have a show without the brave Smallville wiki writers, not this person. That's true. That's true. Although, chances are pretty good. Some John Snyder fan from Smallville. That's true. <clears throat> or maybe it's a Dukes of Hazard person. That's true. That's true. That checks out. Uh, <laughs> riding the boat again, James suddenly, James, of course, is Johnny K. Uh, suddenly slows down, knocking Frank into the lake. But James and Emma bring him back on board to safety. When a crocodile appears, which, oh, we have not yet discussed, Zach, the CGI on this crocodile. Well, the, it, it's half it's half CGI. Right. I, I'm, I'm using quote fingers. Uh, and it's half Completely stationary rubber crocodile. Just uh, that doesn't move whatsoever. <laughs> and in either scenario, either the quote unquote CGI crocodile or the completely stationary, I don't, it doesn't even count as a puppet. It is a, no, no, no. A, it's just a rubber crocodile a rub, versus a rubber crocodile. The, the answer, the correct choice would have been no crocodile. <laughs> right. Yes. I texted you that. We're at 50 years after Jaws, and still no one has heeded Spielberg's don't show the shark fucking advice. And now, obviously, they didn't have the room to be too creative here, but... That um, would require, you know, clever filmmaking. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) This this is another reason I couldn't believe it was 2007, because this CGI crocodile looks like... Like worse than PlayStation One cutscene stuff. I mean, it. I so. I've I've worked for uh, what you know, uh, websites with like large video departments, um, where you know we were making short videos, uh, with some like budget, not big, and like not super super experienced people. Um, you know, they worked across, and like I feel like this is the kind of thing where at a website I worked at. If I had gone to the video team and was like, hey, can you put a crocodile in this video? This this would be like their first draft. <laughs> this is, yeah, they whipped it up in 20 minutes. That's exactly, just like, yeah, 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 I can put a crocodile in this. Okay, great. Hey, yeah, that's perfectly fine for this two-minute YouTube video <laughs> where, like, a crocodile comes in. Right. Oh, it's, it's bad, Brian. It's, I... it's, by all standards bad <laughs> i mean i have a newfound appreciation for the effects in smallville serious that's that's the other uh, it's also what i was thinking of like smallville looks great compared and smallville actually frequently they they have some clever little stuff oh yeah for sure but no even the worst stuff on smallville looks light years better than what's going on here this is nightmarish uh <laughs> It's insane. This is honestly, this is like, yeah, it's it's like a bit on Conan where they have like something pop up. Like, exactly. Clearly they made it in a day. It's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. It's, I, it's bad. I, it's hard to like, you gotta, you, uh, don't watch this movie, but like definitely Google up this fucking crocodile. It is. Yeah. Lake Placid 2 crocodile. Just type that. I'm sure it'll pop up. Uh, I was talking about the movie in the Discord though, and I did post a picture of the crocodile uh, behind Thad. <laughs> um, and uh, our good friend Arizona, just in all caps, like, that's a big gator. 10 out of 10. 
<laughs> and it is, to be fair, a big gator. But that's a sad moment in the movie. That's right before we lose that. But we'll we'll get to that. Right. Man, flip to the Discord. I miss chat. <laughs> I do too. We we gotta do a live one soon. We gotta do a live one. So I got yelled at on Twitter the other day for <laughs> I gotta it's been two months. <laughs> Good, yeah. I've we, been I mean, busy. I've been busy. Yeah, you you have a life and a pregnant wife and uh, all sorts of shit. We're still all putting the show out. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We will go live again. I feel like for season finale, we should probably go live. Definitely. Definitely. We probably will. That's like two, that's two episodes away. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So when the crocodile appears... Uh, James draws his gun, but the crocodile dives under to knock the three off the boat. The boat is demolished, and all three get to land unharmed. The three meet Struthers and Ahmad, who flew a plane to distract the crocodile. We've hit a point where kind of uh, in the movie where we hit real big time slog territory. We're not at the true crunch point yet, but like we kind of just... The crocodile appears. We get away from the crocodile. Like the, the right, the yeah. Bits aren't really escalating. We kind of like we could just cut all of these and go to the end now if we if we wanted to. Yeah, nothing yes. will escalate. I'm trying to figure out because the wiki's jumping around. I don't want to miss anything because right. this is really important to the world. <laughs> um. Okay, so we haven't gotten there yet. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, sorry, keep going. It's it's we're we still have some a few scenes of that, and so we still have some joy left. In this right, right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the next scene shows Rachel and Larry. Um, Rachel is a uh pretty standard airhead. Uh, right. Who? Uh, Airhead hot girl. Airhead hot girl. I told you to wear appropriate shoes. Uh, you're wearing uh, like heels. I'm like these are appropriate for fall, <laughs> or what? Or yeah, summer. Yeah. And the guy's like, "Want me to give you a foot rub or something?" And she says, "I wouldn't let you rub my feet, even if you were the CEO of Prada." <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's Larry. Uh, and Larry is disgusting. <laughs> Well, so we open first. We just we start this scene. They're on the beach. It's four people hanging out on the beach, right? And they have like what would you call it? Like public domain Lincoln Park knockoff. That's exactly what that is. It's it's the worst needle drop I've ever heard. (laughs) It's not a is that it can't be a real song. No, definitely not. No, no. No. (laughs) They spent about as much time on that song as they did on the uh, crocodile effect. Um. There's a lot of male gaze in this scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of homophobia. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a line. Someone says something about pitching the tent. And then one of the goats says, Larry's already pitching a tent. And then she says, I can tell by the way you guys are wrestling because they're out there wrestling in the water. Um, so not great. Um, I do. I just want I this just popped in my head. Um, do you watch Bob's Burgers at all? No. Uh, there is a character named Zeke in Bob's Burgers. This is just for people who do watch Bob's Burgers. There is a side character named Zeke. Uh, he's friends with the kids. Larry from Lake Placid 2 is Zeke. That's who you can imagine. 
Okay, now I gotta go tonight. I'm gonna be watching clips of Zeke. <laughs> uh, okay, Rachel and Larry, along with Scott, Carrie, and Thad, venture into the woods to another part of the lake. With the sheriff's team, Deputy Dale Davis comes in to unload the boat while the crew sets up a tent for overnight camping. They see a wild. Uh- Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. They see a wild boar trapped in a rope net and feed it to the crocodile, which is a wild way to phrase that. <laughs> they have a kind of like sw- I, I was so I like this. It was burning a hole in my brain, and I was having trouble putting sequential images together by this point in the movie. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where like you stop paying attention to have for like half a minute, like go into the alt tab, and then you're like, wait, what's going on? I don't fucking care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually had to rewatch this part. So I, there was a, they were, they were using a tortoise to, to lure it. And then I think another animal came and got caught in the trap. And right. then the crocodile shows up and eats that animal. Right. Um, the crew neutralizes the crocodile with their guns and Dale's try. Dale ties the mouth with a rope. They, um, <laughs> Oh, there's one thing. There's one thing I forgot from earlier when the crocodile first appears for the first time. Uh, it is framed with um, uh, Emma, the character Emma. She is like taking up most of the right side of the frame. The left side of the frame is the lake. Is the lake, uh, and uh, coming up behind her is the crocodile. As uh, her, the two other people in the boat look out, and it is. She doesn't say. It's behind me, isn't it? But like, it is that shot. <laughs> <laughs> like it was half. It was a long shot too. It's alligator coming from. And I'm half waiting for her to go. It's behind me, isn't it? <laughs> so when this guy Dale goes in to cut the or to tie the rope around the the knocked out alligator, yeah, or crocodile. First, the lady is going to go in, and then he says, "This here's man's work, sweetheart." Right. And I was like, "Okay, this guy's dead." Right. Yes. Yes. He gets his arm bitten off. Mm -hmm. And then I was uh, not clear on what happens to the other guy, the kind of dweeby guy. Right. He seems to jump back. He doesn't get hit. He like falls backwards into a tree and dies. Not clear. I I don't know. Like his, his back hits a tree. And then the next time we cut to him, he's bleeding out of the nose and mouth. He's a nerd. It shattered him. <laughs> but why did he jump backwards? Because of, of the alligator. Oh. Because of the okay. alligator. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have here. Uh, the crew neutralizes the crocodile with their guns and Dale ties the mouth with a rope, but the crocodile easily breaks free, severs Dale's arm and devours him. Frank dies from a fall and the others move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one calls any help. It's They're like, eh, we'll just keep camping. Repeatedly over the course of this film, people will die and it will just be like, well, time to move on. <laughs> You're the sheriff. <laughs> Um, I also, uh, before I forget, I do want to, because we haven't lost that yet, thankfully. Um, there have also been a couple of lines. There was one earlier um, when they first meet, uh, but Thad, I believe, says, hey, can I put some beers in your bag or will your dad arrest me? Uh, all of these people look 30. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. At least. <laughs> the idea that they cannot legally drink is hilarious. Oh, yeah. They're not even. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's talking about going to college. Oh, right. The one kid. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, man. Uh, they all are very old, uh, which, of course, there's no children cast in this movie. Of course not. Um, but, uh, <laughs> and everyone who, on all the 20 somethings who, you know, look young, got cast in things that weren't Lake Placid 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 20 somethings were playing middle schoolers. Right, of course. Okay, meanwhile, Rachel is killed by the crocodile who drags her into the lake. This seems crazy. Totally, we're totally just moving over so many things. Mm -hmm. First of all, uh, before this, uh, what's the son's name? Johnny K's son? Oh, God. Uh, Whatever. Son. (laughs) He goes into the forest. I'm not sure why, uh, Mm -hmm. some reason. And then he, it's supposed to be that he trips and falls down a hill um down into like a little creek and then he stumbles upon the crocodile's den right um but he's standing there stationary he's standing still and then he goes whoa and then just falls <laughs> he doesn't trip he just just falls over and then uh it's not a hill it's just like he falls He's like, whoa, oh, oh. And it's like it's like an incline of like two degrees or something. It's not even. A... It's it's you one of those things said, of like, does this make sense? Who the fuck cares? The script says, I'm sure he trips and falls down a hill. And right. they're like, we don't have a hill. Right. Um, we can't do a tripping stunt. So just, <laughs> just fall I'm out sh- of frame. Location Scout was like sent to find a hill. Like, I got this. It's like, that's not really a hill. You want me to keep looking? No. <laughs> no, they were like, the creek's right here. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, I did. Um, okay. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I did click on uh, Chad Michael Collins' uh, Wikipedia page. He plays Scott Riley in this film, The Sun. Uh, yeah. We do have here. I'm not, ma- I don't want to make fun of anybody's career too bad here, you know, but ah, it's a podcast. That's what we're here to do. Uh, he's best they, known. For- this guy's been in more movies than we have. It, that is entirely the case. Uh, he's uh, best known for his works in the Sniper film series. Uh, and I believe he's done some voices in the Call of Duty games. Uh, when he is not acting, he works at a PR firm. Oh, hey. All right. Which, hey. Good for him. We all need day jobs. Absolutely. Um, so when he's in the forest there, he hears a noise and he turns and like looks over and it's a ra- it's like a rabbit. But it's clearly someone's indoor rabbit. It's not <laughs> like a rabbit you would find in nature. Right. Just, God, I didn't um, think of that. That's so fucking funny. So, okay. This scene where Rachel gets killed and Larry... So Larry is in the water. Um, and then he comes onto the beach. I think it's as... We don't see it, but Rachel is taking her top off. Right. To tan... Um, and he says, uh, he's very worried that they're going to get sunburned, her breasts. <laughs> he, right. So she says, she says, uh, don't be so American. All the beaches in Europe are topless. 
And the feds says, dude, we are so going there. <laughs> and then Larry Larry lays down on the beach blanket and like looks right at Rachel and says, I'm going to make sure my little monkeys there don't get toasty. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Does anyone has anyone ever called breasts monkeys before? My Is little that monkeys. What he's fucking called. Yes, he doesn't want her breast to get sunburned, so he says, uh, "I'm going to make sure my little monkeys don't get toasty." My little monk. No. Mm-hmm. No. Play the tape, Brian. Play the tape. I I know I know I remember him saying that. That clearly can't. I guess in full cut. Co- oh, n- I don't know what the f- fuck. <laughs> No. No, I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm typing into Google my little monkeys. <laughs> That's going to get some I know. Mon- monkeys as breasts. I, I, I slang for breasts is what I'm putting into Google right now. Um and I have here in the in the CollinsDictionary.com, I have typed in breast uh, synonyms. No, 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 no. Okay. I thought you were going to list them all. I was time. going to. Um, Cooler heads prevailed. <laughs> um, there is no monkey on here on a list of slang no. for breast. Um, My little monkeys. Okay, okay. On BuzzFeed.com, I have 99 things to call your boobs. <laughs> and I'm just going to control F. I typed in the word monkey on this list. In 99 things to call your boobs, monkeys has not come up. My little monkeys, Brian. <laughs> it literally makes me feel disgusting when you say <laughs> No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then we cut to... So Thad and... uh, Whatever the love interest's name is, they go into the forest to... And they find Johnny K's son, and he's, like, telling him about the... uh, He basically found eggs in this nest, and he's like... I've never seen anything like it before. And Thad goes, what is it? Girls panties. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good burn. Actually, though. (laughs) the next line, uh, Johnny K's son, for some reason, throws shade at comedian Jeff Foxworthy. He goes, funny stuff. You could open up for Jeff Foxworthy. And then Thad goes, I wish that guy's hilarious. (laughs) What did Jeff Foxworthy do to these fucking? (laughs) <laughs> these writers you should not be throwing shade at any other like creative professional <laughs> they're like fuck I finally got I finally got a platform I'm coming for you Jeff Foxworthy <laughs> um, Jeff Foxworthy I did find uh, host host hosted uh, a game show um called 
the American Bible Challenge. Uh, it was from 2012. It lasted three seasons. Uh, and it is a Bible-themed game show hosted by Jeff Foxworthy. And uh, did I get stoned and watch a lot of it on Netflix? You bet I did. <laughs> That's what I would have guessed. <laughs> um, okay, where are we? Oh, um, so when Rachel gets killed by the crocodile, I believe she at first accuses uh, Larry for coming after her feet again. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah. She's like, you pervert. And then uh, we cut to Larry in the water. like, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than run. <laughs> yeah, run. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. crocodile. I don't think I could ever mistake a, cro- a giant crocodile touching my feet for a human touching my feet. I also, what was this thing got? Uh, all the way to, at no point, Larry, like, I'm really bothered by Larry. That's not me! <laughs> oh, goodness. Rachel's killed by the crocodile who drags her into the lake while Larry manages to escape. Also, it's, uh, uh Rachel gets dragged under the water, then we just see blood rising up it's not a good effect but it's one of the better ones i, I was think. gonna say it's one of the best ones in this uh i was gonna say episode this <laughs> movie this cinema uh the bar is low we're grading on a curve but that was yeah the, the best one uh okay the other three of the younger group find eggs in the woods thad breaks some eggs and is killed by a crocodile oh uh, they just they just say it I in know. one sentence like that, like it's meaningless. <laughs> like, like you think you could like just say Thad time is over? <laughs> yeah, like like Thad isn't really important. Uh, Thad isn't um, the fucking linchpin that holds this fucking masterpiece together. We love Thad. <laughs> so, what if our first piece of merch isn't Smallville related and it's just Thad's <laughs> fucking face? No, he's gotta gotta have the the whole body. Got to get the white tank in there. <laughs> you can't you can't surprise the world of that whole body. <laughs> <laughs> so before he dies, he's about to get into it with uh, Johnny K's son, and Thad says this line: "Don't start something you can't finish. It'll be your darkest hour." <laughs> bad. Bad, 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 bad. I don't understand what that line was supposed to sound like. Was it supposed to sound stupid? I don't know. My question is now, can we get Thad on Smallville? Can Thad just port (laughs) over to Smallville? Or on the talent mix, just as Thad, though. Yes. Get that guy on the talent mix as Thad. He's like 50 now. Oh, (laughs) boy. No one no, but us. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Am I on his uh, <laughs> Instagram? So, okay. So here's the thing. 
He is, I believe, has made a decent career for himself playing. Uh, I don't know what this show is. The adult on a children's show. Oh, okay, great. You know, you know, mm-hmm. like the parent of or a teacher of uh, his his Instagram, of which he does have thirty thousand followers and is verified. Um, What's the show? Sydney to the Max. It looks like a Disney Channel or Nickelodeon sitcom. Yeah. Um, and he appears to be an adult on it. So he might be, unfortunately, out of our league. What is he looking like these days? He's still looking good? Uh, he looks, you know, that you don't lose the Thad. <laughs> you can take the Thad out Damn. of out of Maine, Bulgaria, out of Bulgaria, Maine. <laughs> I didn't think Thad was gonna, you know, out outprice us. Out what is the what's the word? <laughs> I didn't think Thad was gonna be out of reach. For Can us. we get a Thad no. cameo? <laughs> if we said that to him, he would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He wouldn't. About? He what wouldn't know. Um, I did. Oh wow, he hasn't aged today. No, he um, actually looks younger. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know he how to search. Just- Cameo. That's crazy. I'm searching cameo right now. Uh, what's the what's the over under on him being here? Well, if that if that kids show is big, that could be a good birthday thing. For who some wants kid. the who wants the adult from that? That's true. I don't. I haven't seen the show. Maybe he's a cool adult. Brian. Maybe um, he does not appear to be on cameo. Uh, Ian Reed Kessler, no cameo, unfortunately. So. Uh, if you're Maybe on cameo, one of us will just have to be Thad one day. Ian Summerholder <laughs> is though. <laughs> Wait, can we get him on as Thad? Can we get Ian Summerholder on as Thad? There we go, Thad time, baby. I mean, or he could be whatever character. I already forgot what his fucking character's name was on Smallville. Me Boone from Lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, the point is, I want someone, uh, I want someone to become a, a, if we, if they're a big enough name, they can just become a co-host. They can just permanently become a co-host of the talent mix, but they have to play a character that they played on a different thing so that we can become a part of that universe. Oh my God. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, if, if we can't get Thad though, that's kind of a pipe dream. I, I I understand, but how do we, uh, how do we get Richard Belzer? To come on as much <laughs> from 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 yeah because then we're in the X Files then we're in the X Files and we're in Law and Order and the Simpsons and, in, and Arrested yeah. Development <laughs> oh shit wait what what's the, there's another one Homicide he was in Homicide, homicide that, that's where he originated uh, there is if Munch is the key to all of it the entire television like <laughs> multiverse hinges on Munch <laughs> <laughs> wait so okay so we got to get him on before he kicks it so seriously. <laughs> Um, and he has to be Munch, obviously. He has to come on as Detective Munch, um, which I feel like that would fit in more with Brian and Eric. Don't belong here than the talent mix. I don't care. I want it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just saying. How do we write it in? He's just on here to talk about Smallville. He loves the show. Munch, Munch is a fan. Detective Munch, yes, is a big Smallville. God, that gets us on Thirty Rock. Um. He was on 30 Rock. He was on 30 Rock. I'm telling you, he's the key to everything. (laughs) 
so we've been talking about these shows brian so now it's like we know about the shows and then it all implodes we we are what caused the end of the television multiverse and it can all start again (laughs) we got richard belzer to play munch to play thad (laughs) whoa Whoa, we're we're a few levels deep in the inception right now. And it's, it's all right. It's all right. I'm just I, I know I'm I'm too big of a dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got to finish this fucking movie. We're, you know, we're almost to the end of my notes, <laughs> which is and we're like halfway through. The movie. I there's uh, we're towards the end of this fucking summary. Uh, oh, good. Uh, there is nothing left here. Um <laughs> the person writing the Wikipedia summary also got sick of this shit. <laughs> uh, okay. The other three of the younger group find eggs in the woods. Thad breaks some eggs and is killed by the crocodile. R.I.P. Thad forever in our hearts. Um, hashtag uh, Lake Placid 7. The return of Thad. Give it to me. The sheriff's group feed a boar carcass to one crocodile, but a harpoon arrow accidentally damages Struthers' plane. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> I I could not understand the logic or the physics of what was going on. Like I didn't. What was, his plan was to swoop down and shoot it while flying the plane. To which Struthers is like, "I get the kill shot." To which his assistant, his buddy who he came with, is like, "No, nah, it's coming now. I'm gonna I'm gonna handle this. I get the kill shot." And then suddenly, in between the alligator and the boat, where Johnny K and Ahmad are with the harpoon gun that would be effective in killing a giant crocodile the plane swoops down i get the kill shot where he does not perform the kill shot instead the harpoon hits the the what's i don't know what the bottom like ski of the plane is yeah yeah Um, landing whatever right it hits that and then starts the 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 rope from the harpoon starts going because the plane's still flying um and uh, which I'm laughing my ass off at this point. And then uh, Johnny K and Ahmad have to jump in through the water because uh, everything blows blows up. The boat? No, the boat is yanked by the right. Chain. Oh, it might, does it blow up or flip? Something happens. I believe the 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 skis the whatever the that part of the plane is called that the plane can land on water with get ripped the from the plane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, it was fucking dumb. Uh, James and Ahmad abandon the boat, and Struthers is thrown off the plane, but Ahmad neutralizes the crocodile. This is the part I was talking about. So he, they have a bad effect of him, Struthers, or whatever his name is, falling off the plane, Mm -hmm. and then it just cuts to him splashing in the water. Like, I don't think they cut away to another thing happening. It's just like, oh, no, we just jump forward in time. He's yeah, in the don't water. fucking worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thunderstorms strike during the night, forcing the crew to their tents. Scott and Carrie are stranded in the woods until they find a horrified Larry. The sheriff's crew is fast asleep in their tents until the crocodile attacks and kills Ahmad. Uh, R.I.P. All right, we're almost out of here. We're almost done. Oh, there is a there's another homophobic line where uh, Johnny K asks him, "How long you and Ahmad been married?" Because <laughs> they were bickering, right? Um, and then there is a great dig at Baltimore. This this writer's got out there, got an axe to grind because he's like, 
He has other Seda mod. We've been in a hell of a lot worse places than this. Remember those hammerheads down in uh, Ecuador or those snakes, ha- snakeheads in what was that place? What was that miserable place? Baltimore? <laughs> Fuck this movie. Uh, it was written by Todd Hervitz and Howie Miller. Um, which, did what this else get did they two- do? Uh, neither of them have Wikipedia article uh, articles. Oh um, no. Uh, let's see, Todd Herbert's writer. I'm on his IMDb here. Um, we've got a Nickelodeon show called The Substitute that lasted from 2019 to 2021. Uh. How to Olympics, Fuzzballs, Design Twins, Summer. It looks like a lot of TV series. Great. Really well-known ones. Yeah, right. Uh, All right, I'm going to power through this next paragraph. Uh, Yeah, yeah, please do. The next morning, Scott, Carrie, and Larry climb a tree to avoid a crocodile, but Larry falls from the tree and is killed. I could tell Larry was only joining back up with them to be killed. (laughs) Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. James finds the two surviving teenagers and kills the crocodile with a grenade launcher. Is yeah. So this is where is so is a teenager has just been killed. Their their friend has just been killed, and this seems like a good time for Johnny K to go after a while, crocodile. Before. <laughs> no, that, that's that's the end. Got that's it. The, okay. The, he 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 blows up another one at the end. Got it. Oh, there's just, more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it took me a minute to be like, "What is he talking about? Is that a saying?" And I was like, "Oh, it's the second half of See You Later, Alligator." Right, right. After a while, crocodile. They wanted to say "See You Later, Alligator," but it's not an alligator; it's a crocodile. Right. So they couldn't do it. Uh, it. Anyway, sorry that I ruined that uh, very incredible moment in this film. Oh, I mean, but the best part about that moment is the one you ruined is he gets another punchline before that or he <laughs> he's he all says, jokes this guy <laughs> he says uh like get out of the way or something he says um i'm gonna blow this thing right into the middle of next week <laughs> right <laughs> uh okay which is like a like a seven-year-old came up with that. right <laughs> that's uh, the best you got <laughs> take it again Okay, so Johnny K uh, kills the crocodile with a grenade launcher. Sadie lets the teenagers inside of her house for safety until she tricks them into entering the lake and is then devoured by a crocodile herself. Uh, the I fully, I think I was in another tab that entire scene. I just didn't, I didn't see what happened. Um, yeah. The police battles one crocodile and Emily and Emma kills it by punching it in its mouth with a jackknife. Struthers <laughs> hangs up by... A... So then they, they kill that crocodile. Johnny K and Emma make out. Which doesn't seem As like... You do. As you do. As when you do when you kill a crocodile. Um, and Struthers, who's hanging upside down, is like, Hey! Ah! Nice! <laughs> I'm <Ooh>. Irish! <laughs> I'm Irish! I'm Chandler Bing's boss. And then he's... Uh, eaten by a crocodile to get we see his head go flying like towards the screen yeah it's uh, supposed to be a big reveal that there's more crocodiles i guess right there's a bunch of them um 
Okay, so James kills this crocodile with multiple explosive substances that destroys the crocodile's nest. That's where we get, after a while, crocodile. <laughs> Which I can't tell if John Schneider is, like, having fun with or is just like, fuck this. He's like, whatever, I'm going to go to the bar when we're done shooting. Right. And then I'm going to go back to my hotel and then uh, fall asleep. Um, at the end, Scott and Carrie kiss while James and Emma leave the lake together. It is revealed that Emma took the crocodile's eggs from the nest earlier and sends them to a scientific lab. Which is not quite how I would describe the ending. Oh, no, no. We skipped over some stuff. But the one important thing is <laughs> in the, their final scene together, Johnny K's son and the love interest are talking. And uh, she's like, I can't wait to go to you know, Boston or city college right. or whatever in Boston. And she says, um, or no. And then, then the boy, the boyfriend or the guy says, not, too, not too many crocodiles on those streets, mostly just drugs. <laughs> and then he said, he goes, but don't worry. They won't bite. It's like, <laughs> America has a drug problem. <laughs> also, our friend just died. Yeah, all of our friends no, her, are dead. Her, her, her boyfriend, boyfriend. <laughs> Thad. <laughs> Not a thought in the world for Thad. Uh, but there's a lot of drugs in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Has she met Thad's parents? Like, is this like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how serious was the thing with Thad? Because... It's like, are you know, you're gonna go to the funeral? Are you gonna bring your new boyfriend to the funeral? <laughs> She doesn't like Thad for any time in this movie. No, no. So maybe it's a so few. It feels like this has to be the end of the relationship before he dies, even right. So they, I feel like this has been a long term mm, thing. Like mm. they got to, they're in high school. They got together. Oh right, they're you in have high to remember, school. You have to remember they're in high school. They're they got together school. in middle school when he was the coolest kid around. And then he's grown into a piece of shit, and she just and still like, the coolest kid around. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. Remember, um, he knows he offers fist pound, fist bumps. You know, <laughs> um, and then Johnny K and Emma. It ends with them like agreeing to go on another date, but uh, Johnny yep. K is not to bring up ex wives or crocodiles. And then Absolutely, they shake yeah. on it as they drive into the distance with alligators in there. Why? Why not just okay? <laughs> We setting up a sequel here? You know, and this was, I mean, there are more. There are more. This is when the crackle starting next popped up. Right. I wish that it had, like, it would have felt more right if it was the old sci-fi channel where, like, the screen turns splits and does an angle. And then it's like, on the next uh, Battlestar Galactica. 100%. Um, let's see. The uh the movie has a it's received, guess what? Generally negative reviews. Uh citing, and I've saw this, I, I checked the Rotten Tomatoes where it has an eleven percent. Um a lot of the complaints seem to bring up Zach, are you ready for this? It's unoriginal plot. That's your fucking right. complaint about this movie? That's <laughs> like horror. Well past that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a bit of a mm-hmm. Jaws pastiche? Like, that's that's where we're, like... 
<laughs> That's to get to. We're not on plot for this movie. I'm sick of these derivative movies, Brian. We have to improve so many things before I'm ready to criticize the plot of this movie. <laughs> Oh, we'll get to the plot. <laughs> oh, what happens in the movie? We are not. No, 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 no. no at no point during my, I was not like, this doesn't make sense plot wise. No. There was too much other shit going on that I, I had to pay attention to. I the score. You want to talk about the script? <laughs> yeah. That's like if the school bus is on, on fire and you want to change a flat tire. That's <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to do, um, a Blu-ray, an unrated Blu-ray was released in 2011. I assume that's what we saw. Yeah, we saw the longer one, probably. Um, what I did want to do, uh, I'm stealing this from uh, uh, the How Did This Get Made podcast, but I always really like it. Um, I have here five-star reviews of this film on Amazon. Uh, and I thought maybe I haven't read these. I haven't prepared this. I'm just going to cold look through these. Uh, one thing I have uh, here is a five stars. If you've seen Lake Placid, then you already know what to expect in the second film. Cheesy goodness all around. No, I'm sorry. It's not the same as Lake Placid, a Right. Hollywood production by professionals. That is not the same. Uh, a five-star review here uh, that says lunchtime, uh, Lake Placid. Uh, this, I think, might be mistakenly for the first film uh, because they say Lake Placid is a very excited, is very exciting and has plenty of thrills with ups and downs. Wanting to have lunch, who can blame him? <laughs> The suspense is gripping with edge of your seat entertainment that you expect from a crocodile that lays in wait for its next victim. Uh, no, that can't be. <laughs> this can't be. This. Uh, How many five star reviews are there for Classic Two? It is seventy four percent of the reviews. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of bits. It's though. all ironic. There's a it's lot of bits. Um, let's see. There was was my favorite movie from the series when I was younger. Um, yeah, I, I guess there's Arizona. Did Arizona yeah. like that? How young is this person? <laughs> we got okay movie, good sequel to the original, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> This is that's the kind of like star rating you give if you know the people involved. Like right, it was okay. It's five stars. Uh, Lake Placid two five stars. Not quite as good as the original Lake Placid, but for a follow up movie, this is also great. I'm a big fan of John Schneider, and he did great in the movie. But too bad Betty White was not in it. <laughs> Roger Ebert. Yeah. Um. Okay, I guess. Uh, <laughs> five stars from Van. Grab your girl and get your gun. I always enjoy movies with John Schneider. A bit campy. Hate seeing pretty girls get chomped. Five Thad stars. Wrote that review. That's there. We Thad go. We found Thad. Thad. He's alive. <laughs> Thad is alive. He faked his own death. 
Um, but uh, I guess that's everything. Uh, Lake Placid 2 starring John Schneider. And uh, I guess that's it for our, our Halloween spooktacular this year. What are we going to do so, next year? Or well, sorry. I don't think we're ever going to run out because we can always go into like smaller characters in Smallville and their horror movies. Like, Margot Kidder is in Smallville and she was in Black Christmas. You know, we could like actually watch good stuff too. That's true. That's incredibly true. Uh, yeah. maybe, maybe, I think next year we owe it to ourselves a good one. <laughs> or like, or like a not terrible one. Like Urban Legend would be like, Urban good... Legends is a good one with Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Because oh. that also fits in with the era kind of we're going for. Too, definitely. Right? Definitely. Something we can make fun of, but like, yeah, we. We've we've earned it. <laughs> we yes. <laughs> I thought Lake Placid Two was going to be our uh, sort of reprieve from. <laughs> I you know in the first half I was like yeah you know this is watchable. We enjoy talking about it way more than we enjoy talking about the fog. Yes, the uh, fog was like Club Zero. Which the no fog. One there's nothing. There's means, nothing to talk like, about in the fog. It's the it's a nothing, nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. No. Um, but uh, all right, Zach, I guess we should get on out of here because we have nothing left to talk about. Uh, that said, if you like watching scary movies like Lake Placid, too, uh, I'm going to be watching a whole bunch of them this weekend. Halloween weekend, uh, 1029 to 1030 at twitch.tv slash Goblin Voice, normally where we live stream this show. I'm going to be watching 24 hours of scary movies. Uh, we'll be syncing them up on Scener. Some guests will be uh, joining us, I believe, including Mr. Zach Rowe. Absolutely, when I get home from work. Wonderful. Uh, we're going to try to raise a little money for a food bank for NYC. And um, I will be very tired. Like, I've been up for about 14 hours right now, and I'm pretty sleepy. So. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be, uh, I'm going to be filled with regrets. Uh, we're not just doing movies. Uh, I'm, uh, are you, I'm going to do some Are You Afraid of the Dark? Maybe some uh, yes. uh, classic cartoons. I have to get some uh, uh, Count Chocula and do a whole Saturday morning, like rather Sunday morning, I guess, cartoon series. Uh, but uh, that's going to be 24 hours this weekend. Twitch.tv slash Goblin Voice. There ain't going to be a video later to watch it's it's just live be there live or don't um zach do you have a question for the smallville gods or the lake placid two gods will thad return again good night everybody (laughs) fuck that movie (laughs) (laughs) 